MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Yeah. Welcome to our show. Welcome to the Brock Purdy Rage of 2022. Actually, you know what it is? It's the AI app rage of 2022. You know what the AI app is? The artificial intelligence app where you see everybody looking glamorous like they're from the year 3000, all futuristic. Yeah. I got to do that today. I've been, I've been all over social it. media. You can see mine at Steve Covino. That's Rich Davis. That's yo, Covino yo. and Rich. You can find us at Covino and Rich. You can find us here in Los Angeles. Hope you had a nice weekend. Shout out to the iHeartRadio app, and please subscribe to our podcast for free and send it to a friend. We appreciate that. That's all we ask. In fact, if you subscribe to our podcast, Fox Sports Radio Nation, and you leave a comment, a nice review, right, we might be hooking you up with something cool soon. All right? We're going to announce something this week, so stay tuned (laughs) and subscribe wherever you stream your podcasts. Just search Covino and Rich. So we're wrapping up this Purdy conversation, but I got to tell you, even though he looked great and he made Tom Brady look old and meager like Bob Seger, no offense, it just rhymes. What did Bob Seger do to you? Nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing. But uh, his songs sound like commercials to me now. <laughs> like a rock. <laughs> even though Brady drive a truck. lost, in my opinion, he still, I'm going to bring it back, winning. And I'll explain why. Okay. I'll uh, explain why. Mitch. In New Jersey, you're on with Kavino and Rich. Any last-minute things that made you go, hmm, observations, week 14 of the NFL? How you guys doing? Happy What's holidays. Hey, happy holidays Thanks. to you too, bud. Thanks. I think the foreigners got a great team. I didn't think it stopped the Eagles. This Purdy, I think I'm good with him. I, li- I like his style. He's good. Uh, Jimmy, he'll be looking to a free agency next year for sure. Lance might have a little hard time getting his job back. I, I I do wonder what they'll do with those three guys if Purdy if Purdy looks good for the next month plus. What do you do? What a great problem to have. I said it before. I'll say it again. It's like it's like having you're a single guy. It's like you're the bachelor. You got three beautiful, amazing women, but you like them for different reasons. And you could you know sort of cut and paste what you like about each one. No one's better than the other, really. 
right? But it seemed like they. Re- it seemed like the Trey Lance is the one I think is the one you have to worry about the most. I think they were ready to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo, so I don't think that's a problem. It's team it's, likes him though. Who, right? The team likes yeah. him. Yeah, there's a meme going around where it's Trey Lance is a look they caught on his face yesterday, where he's like, "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> right. <laughs> like, well, what's the meaning of this? Hey, you know what? I got one more takeaway from this weekend. Things that made me say, "Hmm," that has nothing to do about Purdy actually. The timing between Burrow and Chase is just unparalleled. Like the timing is, I, I watch in amazement. Like there was a play in the end zone. I don't know if you saw it, but Chase wasn't even looking at Burrow. He just knows when to turn around. And as soon as he turned around, the ball is right there in his hands. And that's football, man. That's how it's played. Like we tried to, by the way, we tried to redo this in the studio. timing is amazing. And I'll admit it. Impeccable. Cavino hit me in the face with the Nerf football. Uh, <laughs> Cavino goes, go by the door. And he's like, on the count of three, turn around and have your hands up. And we, we mistimed a Nerf ball in the studio. Like, these guys, the precision in the route running that and the timing. is unmatchable. Well, it, goes, it goes back to LSU. Yeah, it's not, of course. They, you know, we, we remember, remember, take it back. We said this a year ago, do, two years ago. Do, do. Take you back. We said it. You can't downplay the fact that these guys played together before. They played together in college and the pros. That's that's like hundreds of less reps they needed. But Ramos, you saw that play I speak of, right? Like, I, yeah, and with remember, no Tyler Boyd, no T. Higgins, just him and Chase. Um, amazing timing, and you know when you see that connection, you know that. There's a bright future there for sure. Uh, Gene in Minnesota, what's going on? What Jimmy up, Gene? Guys. What up? Hey, guys. Yo. Uh, just wanted to let you know um, I'm a diehard Cyclones fan, and I was watching this kid, and I'm telling you, he did not crumble like all these people are saying. Um, you know how they talk about how the windows are smaller in the NFL? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at Iowa State, the windows are smaller than they are at, say, Alabama. Uh, he's hitting those all the time he did not crumble what happened is is he had less he had less players than what San Francisco has i mean come on he had Brees Hall was his, was the best running back and then he had Alan Lazard he's not even a number 1 in the NFL he's a, he's a good number 2 maybe and then he has uh Hutchinson who's getting ready to come out this year he had Charlie Kohler who i don't I, has anybody even heard of him this year in the NFL no no this kid, I'm telling you, I've seen him in the big spots. He was going up against better competition. And if you look at um, also points per game over the four years that he was a starter, they averaged somewhere between 27 and I would say 34 points a game. They're down about 12 points a game right now without him. I mean, well, I mean look, thank you for the call, by the way, Gene. You got to think about it this way. How did other teams get this wrong then? That's a great question, Danny G. That's sort of where I was going. Like and sometimes the, way, when the guy he says slips, kid, he really does look like a kid. Slips through the cracks. I don't know a college that's not as sexy. I, I don't want to tell you, but you look at the numbers. He broke all these college and high school records where he's from. Maybe he got overlooked, and maybe he fits in this Kyle Shanahan system. You're right. And he's doing stuff, and you Maybe know, because he's just like he's not the fastest guy. Um, he doesn't have the the biggest arm. You know, maybe it just yeah, it was a potential thing. Um, but overall, he's pretty good. When you when you look at some of the stuff he does, and again, we're talking about two home games. Let's slow our roll. Let's not get carried away. Yeah, but it's, there's nothing but wrong about being excited. There were a couple moments where he made a play, and you know me, 
who's a bigger Jimmy Garoppolo supporter than I am? He made some plays where it looked like sack central. Someone was about to get this guy, and out of nowhere, one little juke gets away, where Jimmy Garoppolo does not get away. Trey Sa- Lance probably Sac does. Central, huh? Sack Central. Sack Central. <laughs> you going to go there on spring break? That's where you went to spring break. <laughs> um, oh, boy. I'll tell you what. I, I'll wrap it up by saying this. I was rooting for Tom Brady. I really was. Yeah. And I was watching in amazement and in awe of how great this kid performed. So there it is. Do you, uh, do you find it to be the product of being a legend where Tom Brady was asked by Dre Greenlaw of the 49ers, can you sign the ball I intercepted from you? And Tom did. Is that a mutual respect? Is that a, like, how do you look at that? I don't like that type of behavior in sports. I think everybody's too bummy chummy, but that's the old, old school side of me. Mm-hmm. But Tom Brady's an exception. He's just such an exception that I'll give it the well, pass. It's almost, an, it's almost an honor. Like you're asking someone like, hey, you're the greatest. Me intercepting you means so much to me because you're the best. I could see in that moment where Brady's probably bummed because they just got smoked, but he did sign the ball for him. I like it better when Zion three sixty dunks on the Suns. I love in it. garbage time. <laughs> I love it again. That's the old school you know, side. That's we're, gonna get. That. we're gonna get to that next, and then we're gonna come back to Tom Brady. Um, any last thoughts? I'm thinking. And oh, I was saying before. Let me just reiterate one time: Debo Samuel's injury, no good. But the 49ers are in a unique spot because the Eagles are so far ahead. The Bucks or whoever wins that South are so far behind that if the Niners win on Thursday against the Seahawks, they're a lock for the three seed. They would maybe catch Minnesota. They're one game behind Minnesota. But the idea of the regular season, you're not missing anyone is what I'm saying. You could experiment with Purdy. You could rest Bosa. You could rest Ayuk. You could say, hey, George Kittle, you take a few less snaps. Like The 49ers could be in prime position because they really won't have anything to play for if they win on Thursday, because they're sort of locked in. They're not going to be the one seed with the bye. And you heard what Dan Byers said. Looks like Seattle's crumbling anyway. Yeah, I mean, more reason to be excited yeah. for Thursday night football. Right. Well, hey, we are going to get to Tom Brady because Kavito and I disagree on something completely, and it has to do with Tom Brady's personal life. Let's just say Tom Brady's sex life. Oh, whoa, let's just whoa, say whoa. there's whoa. rumors. There's rumors. I mean, that's what they are. Ru- and they're just rumors, but hey, I like to believe these rumors. Well, we're going to get to TB12 in just a little bit, but today marks an anniversary. Danny G, I'll give you the conch because you brought this up to our attention. It was 20 years ago, correct? Yeah, 20 years ago today that LeBron was first on network television. Dang. Man. That's crazy, dude. Wow. 20, 20, 20 years, years ago. ago. Remember young LeBron, his full-on hairline? Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> you know, cover of Sports <laughs> Remember Sports Illustrated? That's a, that's Remember the magazine? That's the first thing that comes to your mind. He the, wasn't bald. The, head, the headband was a little lower. <laughs> yeah. Like, Driving a Hummer. Yeah. When he really was just that little kid from Akron, Ohio. Amazing. 20 years ago. So I ask you, what were you doing 20 years ago? And Bob, I'm sorry. I, can we just backtrack one second? Is it possible, Danny G, that Spock got that prediction right for the Bucks 49ers? Well, our production department right now is busy putting a clip from last Wednesday into our computer system. So as soon as that is ready to go, oh. we can play it back for Spot, you. Spot, you might have a one like bragging right. Unintent- you don't even realize you got it right. I'm amazing. So, all right. Bring on the empanadas. 20 years ago. What were you doing? Cavino, you tell me. Where was Steve Cavino? I was in working. In 2002. I know exactly where I was and what I was doing in 2002. 12, 12, 02. 
everyone has that feeling in life where they're ready to move on to the next stage and you stop caring about whatever stage you're in. Like if you're in an apartment, right, and you know you're you're moving out in about a month, you don't clean that apartment, right? You're done cleaning. Or when you're at a job and you know you're ready to leave, like you stop giving a crap about it. Of course. In 2002, I was working at K-Rock, New York. Now, don't get it twisted. I loved working at K-Rock, New York. I bled K-Rock, New York. But I overstayed my welcome. I was ready to go. So I was just like, man, I'm so sick of this. Time to go, bro. (laughs) Time to go. I was was sitting there. I wasn't getting my radio break. I was a desk jockey at best. I was sitting there (laughs) in the office all day, just, you know, doing anything. And then I got hired at Sirius XM in 2002. And I was kind of the guy there. So I was working double time. I worked at K-Rock and Sirius XM Octane at the time in 2002. And then just trying to figure out where life was headed. Uh, I was still living at home. I was in mom's basement still, you know, sneaking women in through the side door, convincing women that I, I let these old people live with me and that this was my place. You know, I'm like, yeah, those are, those are some old people I rent this out to. What's up, Spotty? I know where you were. Where, where was 12, I? 12, 2002. Where was I? 12, 12, 2002. Thursday, December 12, 2002 was the night of Z100's Jingle Ball. Oh, my, so, fir- my oh, first oh, oh, oh. round of fun at iHeart. So you were uh, introducing Ashanti, Avril Lavigne, Destiny's Child, Ja Rule, John Mayer, Justin Timberlake, Kelly Clarkson, Kylie Minogue, Mariah Carey, Nelly, and Paul Oakenfold. Wow. wow. 02, 20 years ago. Where were you, Ramos? Danny G, do you know where you were 20 years ago? When, Le- wow. when LeBron debuted on television. I was probably television. at that concert. Yeah. You were there, Spot. And- we, that's when Spot and I first met, by the way, 20 years ago. By the way, let me point out really quick, because I almost forgot all the hype around LeBron when he first uh, came to the forefront he was in high school when he was first on espn on this day december 12 2002 he dropped 31 points st vincent st mary high team that's insane insane Uh, so yeah so he's on espn his first national game he's still in high school uh 20 years ago yeah i was the program director of kcaq Q1047, the best hip-hop old school and R&B for the 805 area code. Ventura, Santa Barbara, Oxnard. And I was uh, hosting the morning show. Wow. Look at that. 20 years ago. 20 years ago. What about you, Ramos? I was doing the the morning show audio board for a local radio station here in the Los Angeles area. Look at that. Yeah. We were all on radio 20 years ago. Look uh, at us. Fact, radio lifers. A lot of people don't know. Ramos was the producer for Weenie and the Butt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey He was wah, Mr. Wah. Scream for Weenie and the Butt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, when, LeBron, when LeBron debuted 20 years ago at the box office, what movies were you seeing in the theater 20 years ago this week? All right. Where were we? Where was everybody? 20 years ago when LeBron made his debut. His high school television debut. When everyone's like, here he is. Yeah, but dude, that was was crazy hype. We'd never seen anything like it. Top five movies at the theater? Number five. Okay. Sweet Robbie Schneider in The Hot Chick. Love that movie. Wow. (laughs) That's a great movie. Madonna had the, the song for, remember, Die Another Day. Number four. Drumline was number three. Oh. Star Trek Nemesis, number two. And your number one movie, when LeBron James made his television debut in high school, as a high school basketball player, Jennifer Lopez, Made in Manhattan. Great movie. 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Just like that.
Let me give you a classic. Let me give you a couple other things that were going down. I'm trying to think of what I was wearing around that time. Probably boot cut jeans. Definitely boot cut jeans. You were wearing a trucker hat. Some sort of fubu. You had some fubu on. Oh, you had you had frosted tips in your hair and a von Dutch. Some sort of oversized button down. Yeah, definitely a button down for sure. Oh, I was definitely getting shoes at Aldo. I think Aldo shoes. I mean, they still got good shoes, you know. But I was definitely an Aldo guy. And yeah, the, you know what? I think they were like frayed boot cuts because you would just cut the bottoms. Let me give you a couple things. Halle Berry became the first black actress to win an Academy Award. Classic. Ben Affleck was sexiest man alive. Still is. I like how you call him Affleck like he's a duck. Affleck! Affleck! <laughs> yeah. Britney and Justin broke up. Oh, this is all 20 years ago when LeBron made his debut high school basketball on television. Do you remember when Michael Jackson dangled the baby over a balcony in Germany? Of course. Remember that story? Blanket. What is Everybody he doing? Blanket. remembers that. You know what show everyone was watching 20 years ago? Blanket. There's a few. Eight Simple Rules, Monk. I love Monk. CSI Miami, The Wire. These were all brand new shows. Sharon! The Osbournes well, was a brand new reality show. Has CSI been on our entire lives? I think so. <laughs> no, but it's amazing when you think about how long... LeBron's career has spanned, right? Like the Osbournes. We were obsessed that with changed reality TV. We were obsessed with Anna Nicole Smith. You know what else could be no? You and your girl watch. It was season one of The Bachelor. That's how long The Bachelor's season been on. One. That's how long we've been uh, following LeBron James. Ugly Dolls, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, Sims. What a career, man. Honestly, that's that is amazing when you realize how long he's been doing it at such a high level still. Kelly Clarkson had just won American Idol. That was 2002. Sanyo gave you your first cell phone with a camera. I like how you say Sanyo. Yeah. How do you, you say it? Sanyo? That's how I say it. Sanyo. He's not Sanyo. Sanyo. Oh, you, don't, you, don't say it as, oh, you don't say it as official as I do? It's like the English British Sanyo. version. Sanyo. 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 I was wondering what you were talking about. Like, Sanyo. Oh, Sanyo. Like, Sanyo. Oh, sorry. Sanyo. Uh, you got your first phone with a camera. Uh, and in sports, if you want a good old timestamp. Uh, Wait, hold on. Was I on? Oh, you know what? I think I was slaying it on Instant Messenger back in 02. Tom, right? oh, yeah. Tom Brady. That was still around, right? Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl. The Rally Monkey helped the Angels win the World Series, and Kobe Shaq and the Lakers won the NBA title. Nah, bro. Yeah. I was up late at night while, while LeBron was on TV. I was up late at <laughs> night running my game on Instant Messenger, a little ASL. I, the did ASL? You have a, any of you have a Motorola two-way? No. Do you remember those? I do, but I did I do not have one. Yeah, I had one for work, actually, Danny. Did yeah, yep. and we would just uh, set them, put them up next to each other to exchange contacts. Biggest um, selling album 20 years ago, Danny G, in the in the hip-hop pop world, seven and a half million albums. On. Let him yeah. think about it, because he might know. Yeah, he was he was the big program director. Man, was it Jay-Z? Close, same, I mean... You're, I mean, it's 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 all it's a it's a mainstream. Two thousand and two. Hold on, I think you named them ready. Is it Ja Rule? No. Okay. Did you say Ja Rule? Ja Rule. <laughs> ja Rule. Ja, ja. Uh, M- the Eminem show. Oh, okay. Eminem right. show. Seven and a half million nice. copies. Yeah, man. Alicia Keys was brand new. Remember, she came on the scene, won all those Grammys. So much. It, it's just a great timestamp to show you how long LeBron James has been in our lives and why we're so connected to him in our age group. Yes. Because when I mentioned KCAQ, that was my first big job. I was like the kid program director. He was like the kid, you know, coming up on ESPN. Yeah. And his career 
has gone in the in same parallel. timeline. Yeah, in parallel with our careers. You know what, Danny G, nail on the head, and that's why I think a lot of people relate to whoever it is, you know, whoever their LeBron is. And that's why I talk so highly about Tom Brady. I mean, for so many reasons, right? But, Rich, we always bring up the fact that his career sort of started when our show started. So yeah. it's been part of the same timeline. If, you know? if you're Listen, if you're in your 30s, Guys like LeBron and Tom Brady took you from your teenage years to 30s. Right. If you're in your 40s, so there's a connection. If you're in your 40s, you're post college till you're a grown man with kids. Was LeBron James and Tom Brady? That's why these people are such staples in our lives. Right. Why do you think we? Love, why do you think we talk about them sort nonstop? Of, as corny as it sounds, grew up together. We in did. A way, you know, we did. So props. There to you have it, LeBron. And as we talk about LeBron being a generational player, Danny G brought it up. How do you feel about Zion dunking in garbage time? Loved it. Loved it. <laughs> Anyone who who thinks that's uh, showboating or unethical, I, I think is is just weak. Well, that's you just, know what? That's just he's at home. He's putting on a show. I thought it was awesome. We're gonna uh, we're gonna get to more Zion coming up. Seven in a row? Could this be the start of something? We'll get to LeBron. We'll get to Zion. And, of course, Tom Brady. Kavino and I have a, a theory on what's going on in his personal life, so hang tight. We got more Kavino and Rich next, live from the Tyrac.com studio, where they've been helping people since 1979. Uh, find the right tires for how, what, and where they drive. Their team of experts has the knowledge and passion to assist every driver. And they're just a phone call or click away. The website's packed with information, advice, and tools to make buying the right tires a snap. Like the Tire Decision Guide, answer a few questions, and you'll get a personalized tire recommendation in two minutes or less. And they only sell the best brands in the industry, like the high-performance Yokohama Advent Tire, and the all-season Avid lineup, and the off-road-capable Geolander light truck tire. Ratings, reviews, test results in a national network of over 10,000 recommended installers, free road hazard protection, and a fast free shipping. And a fast free shipping! Jeez. Uh, with delivery in as little as one day. In many areas, they even offer mobile tire installation that comes to your home or office. Got tire installation on your terms, it's a game changer. Uh, I'm telling you, go to TireRack.com slash sports, see for yourself. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and 
and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. <laughs> Mariah. Yeah, she's on fire. Cavino and Rich, CNR on FSR, live from the Tyrac.com studios. As we get ready for Monday Night Football, New England, Arizona. She did. Welcome to the Fox Sports Radio Tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Again, lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. Yeah, you get me one for Christmas? Thanks, bro. Hell no. What a guy. By the way, she did perform this at, uh, at 2002 Jingle Ball. At the Jingle Ball 20 years ago yep. where we were... When LeBron James made his debut on television playing high school basketball 20 years ago. Uh, we are talking about the 49ers three-headed quarterback drama earlier. Uh, Scott hit us up and said the Vikings, before they got Kirk Cousins, very similar scenario. They were coming off the NFC Championship. Remember Case Keenum, Sam Bradford, everyone was injured. Teddy Bridgewater, they had all these guys, and it was like, who's the answer? The answer was Techno Viking. Remember that guy on social media? <laughs> I Tech- do remember Techno Viking. Look him up on YouTube. You'll thank me later. Techno Viking. Very rarely are you going to get a three-headed quarterback controversy, and the Niners are headed in Again, that direction. Great problems to have. All right. Well, hey, listen. Um, 
we have the uh, do we have who got the closest prediction uh, for the Forty Niners Tampa Bay Bucks? Ladies and gentlemen, let's go back to hour two of the show last Wednesday. Uh, ooh, let's see. No, it's really uh, let's see. You make the call. Right. Yes, time to think about it, like Birdie. Thirty-five. See what happens when you have time seven. to think. Wow. Thirty-five seven. Oh, spot. Wow. Damn. Oh, incredible success! You mean to tell me that Spot of all people? Yeah, got it right. Wow! And Rich, you're and the resident like, 49ers guy, and I could hear—I heard, heard Rich's eye roll—the disdain and the skepticism, and the like, oh, the pat on the head to Spot, like, oh, good one, Spot. Yeah, keep talking. Well, now you sound arrogant. Yeah, I mean, you have a, you have a lucky, you have a lucky <laughs> guess. Like, I mean, no, I mean, no, it, was you a, heard it, was, it. it was a three-point spread. We thought the Niners would definitely yeah. cover, and I thought the nine. My, my prediction wasn't way off. I said, well, like, like twenty-eight to ten, or you were. Get back to work, you, video boy. You really even get in the hallway. Back to work, video. <laughs> He's like, even a broken clock is right. Twice a day. It's like when my day. wifey picks March Madness. Right. Gets yeah. a really good bracket. Based on the names. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, yeah. You know, you know. Spot. Good for you, man. Thanks. Good Thanks, job, bro. Dude. Hey, Spotty. Yeah. Got it right. And Spotty putting together some kick-ass Please. videos for your viewing pleasures like, at Cavino and Rich if you want to check it out. Spot um, getting that right is like someone picking the name Gonzaga in the 2000s because it sounds cool. There it is. There's Gonzaga. the arrogant. I'm the arrogant one. <laughs> No, no, good pick, Spot. Uh, too bad you placed no money on I it. I know. Imagine if there was a prop bet and like Spot was able to be like, no, Niners by over 28. You know. What would I have well, won if I had placed money on that, on that well, exact amount? It's, it's hard to yeah, – I don't know many bookies or you know sports books that would take an exact game, but – there, there are things like weird props where you could be like Niners over 21 and, you know, might have been like a plus 800 for, for so all you know. Nobody saw that coming except for Spot. Yeah, I did. Yeah, Nostra Spotty. We talked about Purdy. If you missed any of it, again, just check the podcast later on. Subscribe to Cavino and Rich for free wherever you stream your podcasts. I want to continue talking a little bit about Zion, Rich. And then, of course, you and I have this Tom Brady debate about his future oh, and his boy. dating life and all that. But we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Danny G, do you want to explain why Zion Duncan at the end of the game was even controversial at all? Because they were beefing at yeah. the end. Yeah. So some fighting broke out a Pappy, little bit. I mean, you, you know why. I, mean, I, mean, I know yeah. why, but I think it's dumb. It's because the Pelicans were up by almost double digits. It's the last two seconds of the game. He breaks away with the ball, and he does a 360 dunk, like one for the ages, man. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, look it up on YouTube. And so some of the Suns players had an issue with this, and there was a little, what do you want to call it? What's a good got word? Got a little chippy. Beat. Got a little, yeah. Got a little chippy on the sideline the, the there. The best part court. about it, Daddy G, was when there was a potential little scuffle. The mascot was involved. Yeah, <laughs> Chris Paul, the mascot. Yeah, a couple I like of that. couple of uh, the Pels players and like three or four of the Suns players really were irritated by this. No, but that's how rivalries start, yeah. and that's where it gets fun, and that's the biggest criticism from these old cats, these old heads in the NBA. Like, but it's an unwritten code. Yeah, but the teams oh, they hated each other, right? There was actual rivals that hated each other, and I feel like we. Look, there's nothing wrong with great sportsmanship, but I feel like it's like like we overcorrected sportsmanship. It's almost like too buddy chummy, like I said before. I'll give you an example. Like um, when I was watching the Chargers in Miami this weekend, I wanted to see some like mad faces, and everyone's there from Miami, all happy and 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 
still excited about the game that they just lost. I want to see some fury and some fire and some passion. If the fans at home more mad than the actual players, to me, that, that just sends the wrong message to the fans. I gave you the analogy. You're a big, I like fight, you're a big fight fan. It's the same to me as after a fight. These guys could be in the octagon or the boxing ring. After the fight, ding, ding, fight's over. They, they hug it out. They start smiling like, we just went to battle. I don't see how you have a problem with I this. I do like that. But again, you lose rivalry. When Christian you lose McCaffrey. Fire. We need some of that every once in a while. So you know, if Zion's going to do something a little flashy like this at dude, home, to me, that's like a that's like a bat flip. You mad about a bat flip? No, I'm not. When, when so Christian, why is anyone uh, mad about that? When, it's awesome. When Christian McCaffrey is, you know, bro-hugging Tom Brady, saying he admires him. and these are This is after the battle, man. This is after the battle. I like when people hate and each other. a bat flip is different than a slam dunk in garbage time. Why? Know what it would be like? It would be like instead of Why? a team. Why? Ba- Bathlet's show, right. showing someone up. If a team's up if a team's up 21 with a minute 40 left and they don't kneel on the ball and they throw a 40-yard touchdown to trip. Like so the, the Suns are mad that Zion's entertaining the home crowd? Beat it with that. Well. It's it's entertainment. Well, well that is up for debate. I think the, the other question is we are so impatient. As who's the Asian comic that we love that did the Amazon Prime now? Ronnie Chang. Ronnie Chang, great Amazon comedy and great. Uh, yeah. Rich loves him so much he can never remember his name. <laughs> but Ronnie Chang is great. Ronnie Chang, Netflix comedy special. He does this whole bit about Amazon now. Amazon now. Prime now. Prime now. Prime now. We want everything now. We are so impatient. I even asked my wife to order something the other day on Amazon. I go, babe, can you order? Uh, I need a new like little. It'll be here tomorrow. No, now. No. I, she goes, oh, it'll be here by Wednesday. I'm like, not good enough. I know. We're so spoiled. Tomorrow, find one that can be here tomorrow. We want things now. So when you look at Zion, within the last months, we were quick to say, well, looks like Ja Morant was the big winner in that draft. And not taking anything away from Ja, he's reckless. He's awesome. He may get injured someday, but we were all quick to say, oh man, Zion was a bust. It's all about uh, John Morant. 2019 is not long ago, guys. That was like between Zion getting drafted and now we've dealt with COVID and now we're on the other end of it. 2019, his shoe was a bust. Remember that? I remember sitting with you remember watching when he his. busted through his shoe? I remember when his shoe busted for Duke <laughs> and you, you and I were you and I were doing, a, we were doing a TV show for the other network and we were like, oh, we got to talk about that tonight. The guy's shoe exploded. He like exploded through his shoe. Point now. is, point is, third year with the Pels, and he's lighting it up now. This team was good last year. Now with Zion, full strength. And you know what that does, Rich, for the casual NBA fan like me? And I, I start zoning in, you know. Way actually, more now. After way football. more now, a little after football. But this gets me excited to watch and to pay attention to what he's doing. And I want him to, to put it in their faces. Good for Zion, man. Well, with that win... The Western Conference, your number one team right now by one game, the 18 and 8 New yeah, Orleans they, Pelicans. They played again on Sunday and they beat the Suns again, but this time 129 to 124 in overtime. So suddenly they are first in the West. Yep. Nice. Nine and one in their last 10 games. So while we go to Dan Byer for the update, you got to ask yourself was our impatience part of the reason why we we're like sort of thought, oh, maybe Zion, is it going to be Zion? Yo, year three, everybody, slow down. What's up, Dan? What's up, guys? We've got an update on the 49ers injury situation. Uh-oh. Wide receiver Debo Samuel, sprain MCL and high ankle sprain. 
Not a shocker, as this was kind of expected, but ESPN reporting that Pistons guard Cade Cunningham will undergo season-ending surgery on his injured left shin. The report says that he should be fully healthy for the start of the 2023-24 season. Guys, back to you. Thank you, Dan. I think uh, with that Brock Purdy oblique injury... He'll go out there with bubble wrap around himself if need be. You think that they're gonna? They would put him out there like weekend at Bernie's, like <laughs> like just drag. There's no way this That's kid's gonna stupid. take not take this opportunity, right? Um, two other things I thought were interesting notes. Um, do you see Brittany Griner? One of the first things she did was slam dunk a basketball. I'm not. I'm not even joking. Did you? Do you guys see this or no? When when she got back to the states and went through her medical protocol. To make her feel normalized, I guess, after you know seeing therapists and all that she's doing, she grabbed the basketball and wanted a slam dunk, and I thought that was pretty cool. I'd, just grab, a, I'd you. grab a hamburger before I grabbed the basketball. <laughs> I, I know you would. I'm sure she grabbed the burger, too. I'm just saying, but she grabbed the basketball and I'd slam dunk. I'd grab a butt cheek before I grabbed the burger. <laughs> I mean, I would do all these things as well, <laughs> yeah. but you're not a WNBA superstar. That's true. When um, most people land on the West Coast, the first thing they do is go through the In-N-Out drive through Yeah, yeah. I, I think that was probably yeah, how, about a, just so, how about a nice taco? Over slamming a ball. I, you know what? Then again, I can't slam a ball, so what do I know? That, I mean, you did on your like, seven-foot adjustable rim in the what's 90s. What's <laughs> the first thing you do when you land in New York like you did last week, Rich? Get a slice of pizza. All right. I do. From where? Rich can slam a whole pie. I, uh, you know what? Anywhere in New York, to be honest, Danny G, I have a couple favorite spots, but anywhere in New York. It's just the water for the dough. East Coast pizza. And one other quick thought before I know we got a break. Um We haven't talked anything about – I mean, I'm a Mets fan, so of course this is going to light up my you know radar – Senga, the Japanese pitcher, five years, 75 mil. Do you feel like that's a, a good risk-reward considering— How much? Five years? Five years, it? 75 mil. 15, 15 mil a year, five years. Yeah, man. They, he's they, already 30. I mean, he's 30 years old. He's been 10 years, I think, in the in the Japanese league. So. Yeah, he seems lights out, but here's the thing. you were It was him or Bassett, right? And Bassett signed that great deal today with the uh, the Blue Jays, three years— Twenty-one million a year, sixty-three million dollars for Bassett. So yeah, but you could be getting a superstar here. Yeah, for all for all you know, this translates. Could a, it could be a bust. But five years, seventy-five mil. If this guy is an ace caliber Japanese pitcher, and you get Verlander, Scherzer, Senga, and then they got Quintana, and they got Cookie Carrasco, they still got Carrasco in the rotation. So hey, you know what? Steve Cohen way overspending, but you know what? It's not my money, and it's I can't not your be money. the only guy that forgot that Verlander and Scherzer were the duo in Detroit many, many you years ago. That? I forgot about it, that. It's actually. a long ass time. It's ago. A long time ago. So you know, reunited again. Feels so good. You got a squad. All right. Well, hey, Kavino and Rich live from the Tyrac.com studio. Uh, a theory on Tom Brady's dating life. Next, you're going to want to hear this. Kavino is. Out of his mind and off the rails. Hang tight. More Fox Sports Radio next. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. CNR live from the Tyrac.com studios, live in LA. Hope you had a nice weekend. A Raul Rosas sort of weekend. Big win, UFC 282. Patty the Batty with the decision. Tia Fimo with a controversial decision. I thought that was a draw at best. He got knocked down twice, Tia Fimo, at 140. Tia Fimo! Yeah. Bud Crawford with a nice knockout. Oh, I got to ask you, your boy, but, uh, your boy, Manny Pac Man Pacquiao! Said that he would love to challenge some of these young guys. Yeah, he wants to, to fight Errol Spence or or Crawford or whatever. But he was saying get lit up. No, but I'm saying his angle was interesting. He was almost volunteering himself to be like, so you could see where you're at. Hey, I mean, if I'm willing to watch Jake Paul fight, I'm willing to watch Manny the Pac-Man Pacquiao fight. No, but I'm saying that's interesting to think that Pacquiao knows he's at the back end of his career. But to say, I'm willing to put myself out there so these guys could see where they're at. Well, speaking of fights, tomorrow... Fighting! Tomorrow is a Tyson Tuesday, and it's Iron Mike Trivia, and you get to play along at home. <laughs> so we'll do that tomorrow. VJ Husky trying to win his second week in right, a row. Trying to retain his title. But this weekend, it was all about... Brock's world, pretty time, excellent. <laughs> it's all about Brock. It's all about Brock Purdy, and if you missed it, we talked about it first hour. Again, check the podcast, Cavino and Rich. Subscribe for free, and maybe we'll hook you up with some Christmas goodies if you leave a nice review. But even though he won and made Tom Brady look 145 years old, Tom Brady's <laughs> still winning. He is. I mean, look, I don't wish divorce on anybody. I went through that. It's a nightmare. But if you're going through it, 
you got to make the most of it. You do. And rumors are swirling that he has a new girlfriend. And I'm not saying that he does. But if this Veronica Rajek chick is in the mix, <sighs> then I say good for him. You, good for Tom Brady. I, I, you're like a, because you're the I'll ultimate tell you what, clickbait doofus. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of clues that say that she could be potentially going on dates with Tom Brady. I'm not saying that she is. This is allegedly. I'm just saying I'm rooting for him. And I'm rooting that this is true. I, I don't I don't find any problem with this because what do we say to people when they're going through tough times and breakups? Hit the gym, get motivated, and get out there again. I'm not trying to be salacious about it or, or throw him under the bus. But when I was going through these things, yo, I was doing everything possible to keep my mind straight, to keep my mind occupied, to not drown in my misery. This so, guy was driving down to Orange County to meet up with like some hot Latina chicks. Exactly, dude. You know, because I just wanted to get out there again. You stay in the mix. You don't think that it's possible? Rich is saying it's impossible. Oh, hold on. And first I'm like, all, how is it not possible? He's Tom first Brady. Of all, he doesn't have to go to Orange County. People come to him. Like a boss. I have. <laughs> like a boss. I have a theory on the Tom Brady thing, but can you please tell everyone your favorite line from when you were single for like a minute? My favorite line? Like pickup line? Like, no, hey, th- baby, want to wrestle? No, no, what no, no line? not that. The girl that said to you, there's lots of sharks out there, Papa. <laughs> Oh, she's like, she's like, not now, Papa. She's like, you got to make a decision, Papi. I was like, what? What do you mean? What are we, Papa? Uh, mole poblano or tacos? I don't know. What are you talking about? She's like, what are we, Papi? There's a lot of sharks out here, Papi. I was like, what? Oh, the sharks out here. And then she ghosted me, and I saw her on Snapchat with some other guy. <laughs> that's, that's the world. That's the true story. But, no, but again, just, I had to go out right. of my way to keep my mind occupied. Right, let's, let's Tom focus. Brady. He was a minnow. Tom Brady, yeah, exactly. I was a, I was a little, uh, little tadpole. I was, a, I was a clown loach getting eaten wow. by sharks. And, you know, I'm not Tom Brady. Tom Brady has options, right, dude. Well, hold on. And this woman that they're saying is rumored to be dating him is a knockout. The, these are like the most unsubstantiated rumors of all time. Can you just give the girl's name so people Veronica can Veronica with a K. Rajek. Rajek. R-A-J-E-K. She is gorgeous she's a 26 year old model but here's the story she's wearing a tom brady jersey and when asked she has like five million instagram followers and people asked her what do you think of tom and she's like he's the goat and he's handsome and he's this and he's that and cavino equates this to one sports blog being like the only maybe they're together follow the trends people are putting clues together like she's she's been seen in a car that resembles Tom Brady's new car. Look, people want this to happen, and it's not a bad thing. You know, he's he's going through it. He's allowed to date and stay occupied and, course, and, 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 and go out on dinners and do those you things. You think Tom you're Brady. saying that he's so focused on football, this is improbable. And I'm telling you, you're an imbecile. I, he's Tom Brady. I'm the telling guy can you. Go out with whoever he wants, whenever he wants. I'm telling you, Tom Brady has every option in the world. But if you think he's dating a girl 20 years younger than him, who do you think he's going to date? Stregonona? Some grandma lady? Who's he? Who's no, he gonna date? But what I'm saying is, he's Tom Brady's handsome. He's in the NFL. You know, you know what, Tom Brady? He's gonna date some older woman. You're out of your mind. Tom Brady's not you. What I'm saying is, right now, Tom Brady's worried about his kids. Everybody's the, the worried football, about their kids. That and the football career he chose over Giselle. Tom Brady. You don't think he's dating? You are out of your mind with that. Tom Brady has too much to lose. If he hooks up with some random hottie. That's he why he'll never admit it, because he's going through some serious and personal stuff. You know, so he won't admit it, but you don't think he's going out with people? And I, and that isn't like a like a creepy sort of thing. 
It's okay to have dinners I, and, and I get meet it, people. But I'm saying if you think Tom Brady would hang out with someone 20 years younger than him. Yes, I No, I no, do. no. I'm saying on the on the uh on the heels of a divorce when he's got little kids and everyone's questioning football versus personal and everything that went on in Tom Brady's life. He's too smart. Wait till the offseason and he'll be with a model. Anyway, hey, tonight as we get set for Monday Night Football, welcome to the Fox Sports Radio Tailgate presented by Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on the Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. Uh, by the way, tonight, Pat's minus two. No teaser town. I, I think Pat's minus two is the two and a half is the bet. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Ran out of time. Arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Have a good one. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.